0: The quest for the acquisition of more, to fill up a hole that you can't fill up with more, it just keeps going. And if you don't change, you see old men and guys in their 80s that are still trying to get more.
1: You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go.
2: Test, test. Hey guys, testy, testy. (laughs) What's up? How's everyone feeling? How are you today? Me? I'm great. I'm good. Um, I was saying earlier, my butthole is tight thinking about taxes Mm -hmm. and everything. It's meant to be confusing and it is. Adult things. I just don't understand like...
1: Yeah. There's... I don't understand why if there's no taxes on dividends, then why are we paying? (laughs) Hey
2: guys, come into our problems. I don't know what the word dividend means. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it
1: doesn't make sense (laughs) to me.
2: I think just in general, like... It's, it's funny. I don't know if it's just like a generational thing, but like there's like a gap mm. and maybe it's just like how I grew up and none of this was talked about or I was never educated yeah. on all of this. But I just feel like there's this big gap of things that I don't know a lot about mm. and that scare me and I don't even want to look at. But yeah, we're having to walk into the fire. I
1: know. <laughs> and I feel like it's like I don't... I like the person we work with, but I don't feel comfortable being really... Yeah. straight with them, but I'm going to, I'm going to be yeah. really clear. Cause there's a lot that like is explained that I don't think I'm understanding that well, mm-hmm. but I don't know.
2: I agree. I, I think it's better to just say, I don't know and I don't understand. And I've never done this before rather yeah. than <laughs> fake it.
1: Yeah. And it's so different as like an entrepreneur and like, yeah. I made more money last year than I've ever made. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's going to be way more to owe. So that's just what I've like thought. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm gonna have to owe every fucking dollar. Mm-hmm. It's like you make it all and then you're like, oh, just kidding. And then we <laughs> no. have to pay for Q1 right now, too.
2: Yeah. So Saw it's that. like, see how that happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. I was like, wait, what? And tell me how much. Just tell me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, it's like, yeah. what do you want me to
2: do? Just write you a check for like a, mm-hmm. a guess? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Basically, tell me what. Yeah. Yeah, we have to ask him that too. That's another question. All right, guys, enough about our problems. (laughs) Yeah, enough about our personal (laughs) issues related to tax. I wanted to talk about something um,
1: that was so heartwarming and so, 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 so sweet. Uh, so a few weeks ago, we had an interview with um, on the No Filter podcast mm-hmm. with Zach Peter. He is super sweet. He um, We met him a long time ago at a Love Beauty Wellness Festival. He was the host and correspondent of the festival. He's a doll. I really love what he's doing over there. So you can go to um, hashtag No Filter to listen to the interview with Lindsay and I. Uh, but one of the, the beautiful things was when he was talking about Uh, to us during our interview, he's doing a charity in Chicago and he needed help and support at this charity in Chicago. And we said to reach out to the Almost 30 Chicago chapter. Mm. They're so willing to help. They're so kind. And he did, which I was really thankful that he took us up on that. And he sent me the sweetest note about our sweet, sweet community. He said, hi, love. I just had to let you know, I'm standing here watery eyed and so grateful for the Almost 30 nation you've created. Mm -hmm. It's been a challenging couple of months with the growing pains of an expanding business. And this morning, my full-time right-hand man resigned four weeks ahead of our next big event. I was truly unsure of how I was going to balance it as this team of three now suddenly became two. I posted in your Facebook group and my email has been flooded with so many amazing women eager to help and support in any way they can. I truly feel supported, uplifted, and immensely grateful. Thank you so much for creating this army of badass women.
2: Mm. I have goosebumps everywhere.
1: That is yeah. so sweet. <laughs> so proud to be uh, associated with y'all. Literally, you guys are—you guys are so just like. I'm so happy to be associated with you.
2: Open, ready, willing, always looking for ways supportive. to help and supporting one another. Yeah, there is never a a feeling of. Um, Wanting something in return, like the return, yeah, the, the return is just like the feeling of connection for them. You know what I mean? Like, which is so much more and it felt so much deeper than anything else. So, um, wow, that's a that's beautiful. And thank you for for writing that to us and telling us that you didn't have to do that. Yeah, that thanks, really Zach, sweet. and
1: thanks, almost thirty Chicago. Can't wait to see you in September. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being so supportive and sweet. That
2: is so nice. I know. Um, in that same vein, um, I, yeah, I just, I think we feel personally supported too. Anytime we kind of share um, vulnerably, whether on the podcast um, or maybe on our personal stories on Instagram, anything like that. And um, I think on the podcast the other week, I, I spoke about like dating and kind of how it's going. And I, I shared like my list for like the person, you know, my, my soulmate or whatever you want to call it. And, um, I expressed something about like, ah, like, oh, in the Jerry interview, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, no one's really made me laugh, you know, things like that. And, um, a listener reached out and she was so sweet and she like kind of described her relationship and her story and just encouraged me to, be patient with people and to like allow them to um, reveal themselves, reveal themselves, become more of themselves as they get to know me. And she just was so loving and, and, you know, it wasn't like shaming me because I do know that's something I need to work on for sure. And it was just like, Perfect message at the perfect time. And she was so supportive and shared a little bit about her experience and why, like, she's like, in the beginning, like my husband didn't make me laugh. In fact, like I didn't really think he was the one. He's like, now we laugh all the time. And like I love him so much. And it was just really beautiful. So, like, not only do our guests serve as like expanders for me, but even more so, you all do. And when you share with us like that, I just I feel very lucky because I am you, you are me, we are kind of going through this together. So um just shout out to that lovely lady who who reached out. I don't have her name. I have to like go through my messages. Um but I responded and I was like, girl, mm-hmm. you have no idea I needed to hear that. That's hard, though. It's very hard. Well, it's I think it's a when you know what you want. And- a delicate balance, you know, yeah. like there I was talking to another friend today about um she's like, I heard that my my friend Sunny who I love so much and I lived with in New York for a very long time. She's like You know, like I heard that you have to have three non-negotiables, but if he, if he doesn't check off, uh, one of those non-negotiables or deal breakers, sorry, deal breakers that you should go on another date with him. Like you can have three deal breakers. And if he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. giving them that chance, even if it's not like sparky, sparky, magnetic, Mm -hmm. whatever. She's so funny. She was on the dating apps for years and years, finally swiped to her husband, Mm -hmm. um, but it's just like, you know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of advice. There's a lot of like information coming in. So I kind of sift through like, okay, what really resonates totally. with me? But that message did really resonate and giving people the time, the space, you know, cause not everyone's, I, I am like really myself from the get-go and I kind of expect that too. And then mm. when they're a little bit shyer, yeah, I get like weirded out, yeah. but I just need, what did Shaman Dirk say? Was he speaking about relationships? Yeah, it was all about relationships. Oh, I thought it was about uh, the power thing with like being confident. It was like, if you're
1: you're cutting guys off because you're...
2: The worthiness? Yeah, it was like... I have to re-listen to that. Yeah, because that was directly
1: related to that. Yeah. Like talking about the timing of like not letting
2: guys reveal themselves or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I have to re-listen to that. But yeah, I mean... Definitely working on kind of, it starts with me. The worthiness thing starts with me. And and I can see that kind of translate into friendships, into romantic relationships. But yeah, it's a lot of like inner work to be done, but like we'll do forever. It's one wow. of those things too. Like I can't necessarily wait until I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. He also <laughs> said too, he's like, but it doesn't literally... Mm-hmm. You said that, and he's
1: like, "It's not forever." Mm-hmm. You say, "It's now." It's now.
2: It's mm-hmm. just yeah. like, what? yeah, guys, wait, wait for that episode. Yeah, yo, that's
1: holy gonna be hell. Crazy. <laughs> it's honestly crazy. I need to re-listen to that one
2: too. It's such a good one. Yeah, that one is gonna be hot, fire, flame, hot fire. Um, today's episode, I'm really, um, I'm really excited about. I know because I fell in love with him. our main man, our main man, Jerry, founder of love Rhythmia, him. which we, um went to and experienced, um, I mean, in the middle of March and it, it was incredible. And so much of what we experienced and felt was through, um, other people's healings was through his experience, um, his team, team of shamans and, and practitioners, doctors, um, really, Made us feel taken care of and loved and seen and supported. So, one, thank you so much for having us and inviting us into your um, sacred place that you've created. So um, but I'll be honest, and I'll tell—I told this to Jerry's face. Like, didn't know what I was going to think of Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I did zero research though. Too. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's number one. He's number one. Like, I was so pleasantly surprised. So
1: vulnerable authentic, a little self-deprecating, which mm-hmm. I always enjoy, funny, kind, warm, and a little, I love that he's been through some shit. Like I really like to be around people that have been through some shit because then they're not full of shit when they're telling people things. There's just such a, a like, a cred, like a street cred that someone gets when they've actually been through it and then they speak because they know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's so beautiful when someone's been, comes from such a dark and challenging place and
2: they've made it out on the other side. And there is something to the way he speaks about his experience with ayahuasca that like he doesn't give a fuck if you believe him or not. It's like, he's just telling his truth and the way in which he tells it is not only relatable and funny and all the things, but like, you know, you don't smell bullshit. Like you said, it's just, he doesn't care if you believe him, he's just sharing. And, um, yeah, there's, I mean, the, we heard the wildest shit in ever. the world. <laughs> like if you were like outside of rhythm and you heard some of the stories that people said, you'd be like, Oh yeah. Some people had, and I believe
1: every, there was there wasn't a second. I didn't believe anyone.
2: Yeah, it so it was really beautiful to kind of get to know people as we were there. It's a very intense yeah. week. It's very intense. It's challenging. There's highs, there's lows. While you're in a beautiful place and you're super supportive, you're doing a lot of work. Yes. I didn't feel like this was a vacay. You know what I mean? Like we no. went to do work. And you're busy. And you're very busy. Yeah. yeah you're on because they just
1: are really supportive with like integrative practices. You know, there's workshops, there's um You know, when you're opening yourself up in that way with plant medicine, you have to be thoughtful about what you're putting in it. So they do well with the food. They do well with the conversations, with the environment. So you're really busy with integration and learning. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And and Jerry's story is... Probably one of the craziest stories Yo, I've ever heard. Yo, it's so wild. So he shares that. And we are actually recording when uh, we were at Rhythmia and we are in Jerry's one bedroom apartment. Jerry, mind you, used to have six mansions, 26 cars, addicted to Demerol, drugs, alcoholic, sex addict, asshole, you know, like. Yeah. He like financed
1: like, I don't, I don't know this number. I think it was like 143 of the plastic surgery centers (laughs) in Los
2: Angeles. It's like, huh? Yeah.
1: (laughs) He is an entrepreneur. And in 2015, he founded Rhythmia Life Advancement Center, which is the place we went in Costa Rica um, after the experience with plant medicine that he went on for the very first time, helped him overcome depression, um, suicidal thoughts, his drug addiction, and all of those things. And Rhythmia is a medically licensed retreat center, which focuses on the spiritual awakening and facilitation of that through
2: plant medicine journeys. Mm -hmm. Um, So he'll explain it all. And we're really um, honored to sit down with him, for him to give us his time and just honored to witness the miracles that happened at Rhythmia. Um, So we hope you enjoy. We have more episodes coming your way from practitioners at Rhythmia um, and also solo episodes from Chris, me and Krista, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just describing and explaining our experience and how we're feeling. And, um, we're excited to share those with you.
1: Pumped. You can go to our website and our show
2: notes to get a link straight to Rhythmia to learn more. Yeah. And we can't wait to see you on tour. We are in the thick of traveling, um, which has been so fun. We just kicked off the tour. Um, we are in London. And then at the end of May, we will be in Denver. So please buy your tickets. That is almost sold out. Um,
1: <laughs> that one blew up. Whoa! Um, we're like, I'd say we're like 55 or 60% sold out on tour already. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. I love how people plan out.
2: I mm-hmm. love that. That's, that's our girl. I love that. She girl. plans. She's got, she her puts it in the Cali. Cow. I know. Literally. <laughs> she, she picks out her outfit right now. <laughs> I know. Honestly. Um, and then we're going to be in San Francisco for a live show with Lacey Phillips at the independent on July.
1: Yes. 27th. You heard right.
2: Lacey,
0: Lacey,
1: ups. <laughs> in the flesh guys, this is a rare sighting.
2: Hey guys, uh, NSYNC, Lacey Phillips. Honestly. Both both intense concerts that you should attend. LP doesn't (laughs) go do this a lot. Yeah, she doesn't. So very special. I would take advantage. Um, So that's happening again, July 27th. Tickets are on sale now, almost30podcast.com. And yeah, just go to our website for all other tour dates. We cannot wait to meet you. Cannot
1: wait. And cannot wait for you guys to meet each other. It's going to be amazing.
2: Yeah. All right. More on the other side of this episode, but enjoy. Let us know what you think. Join the secret Facebook group. Love you. Love you. This episode is brought to you by Better Help. Uh, therapy, y'all. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I did before therapy, to be completely honest with you. I think I was kind of a mess, but you know, found it when I was meant to, but I have been going to therapy for about six years now, which is so crazy so crazy, but it has changed my life and I will continue to invest in therapy for as long as I can. I feel like it has totally, totally made my relationships better, made my career better. I am a better mom. I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter and sister. Y'all, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do, this is it. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you get matched and you're like, "eh, not quite a fit, they make it easy and it's free to change but I've had a lot of friends try BetterHelp and love it. So I really, really encourage you to start therapy. It's been the best decision I've ever made for myself. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash almost 30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash almost 30. Passionate, how incredibly intelligent, how dedicated he is to creating products um, that are clean, plant based, uh, without toxic or harmful chemicals, which we need more of that in the world. Um, So let me just run you through what I'm taking. Um, I take the vitamin D3K2, it's the liposomal form. I just squirt. 12 little pumps in my mouth every single morning. I also take their B12. Um, I'm also obsessed with the liposomal vitamin C. I have these little packets, whether it's winter or whatever season, it's obviously great for immunity, but it also um, is amazing because it has biotin, one of nature's most beautifying ingredients. Uh, So I've seen an improvement in my skin, hair, and nail growth as well.
0: Communication? Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, mm-hmm. sociology. Uh-huh. Yeah. And where'd you
1: go to school? Ohio. Ohio State? No, um, Miami of Ohio. Miami By of Ohio? By
0: Cincinnati. Oh, how
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. it's really
0: cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not kidding you. It's really, yeah. it's really white and so conservative. conservative <laughs> it's really okay. white. Are you white yeah. and conservative? You <laughs> no, very- I'm not
1: conservative, but I am white. Uh-huh. But it was just very, Are like- you sure
0: you're white? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're rolling. <laughs> oh, great. We yeah, literally. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: we like yeah. We used to talk about the <laughs> beginning. Just get the hard stuff out first.
0: You guys are so cute. Yeah. How long has this been going on?
2: <sighs> this has been... Two and a half years Mm -hmm. for the podcast. Uh We've been friends for about three, three and a half. Uh um, Met kind of serendipitously Mm -hmm. and then started the podcast soon after. So
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And you get along so nicely. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wouldn't work if we (laughs) didn't. I know. (laughs) To be honest. No, but I have to tell you what, I've had people here that were a team podcasting and didn't get along and it worked. So like, really? I, yeah, well, it made it, and so everything works, right? Totally, yeah. yeah. whatever works. Yeah, works. Yeah. 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 So interesting. So what were their names? I know, it's such a names? strange, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah i Because during the thing, they pretend they got along. It was Bradley. very interesting, yeah. <laughs> It, like, They like turned it on. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's it. Yeah, people can act like we that. We can't
0: take that. I know. Uh-uh. I can't. I thought maybe Too much you of a bit. We're in college together, okay. is what Yeah. I, well,
1: it's actually good that we weren't because then I've changed so much. I mean, I we went to college in Ohio, and uh-huh. then I lived in Chicago and New York. So it's like I, if I was that same person, like it
0: wouldn't work. What's you your what I mean? father? father a doctor?
1: No, he owns car dealerships. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
0: In Cincinnati. Mm-hmm uh-huh it's really sexy uh-huh. yeah. no that's actually a great business yeah uh and what does your folks do
2: so my dad is um in finance wealth management uh-huh
0: you're super smart yes. yeah yeah so did you go to school
2: i went to boston college
0: uh-huh okay. you didn't have an mba no know. i was theater english Beautiful
1: and okay. a all right yeah. this is our interview so. <laughs> thank you yeah literally Stop. Stop. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um we have had the best time so far and I you are just such an amazing speaker and oh, I thanks. would and I I t- read your book when we first got it. Shit the moon and I loved it. It Thank is you. amazing and beautiful nice. and I would love to go into your story. I know that you've told it, but yeah, our bro, girls okay. just like haven't heard and it is like a crazy awesome story. Yeah. So I'd love to to
0: Absolutely. hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to ask me? Or do you want me to yeah, just Yeah. Let's start talk?
2: from start from where. Mm, I mean, you need, I want to lay the foundation for sure. kind of like where you come. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, your life. So before, yeah. So I was
0: born in was Scranton, born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, yeah. which is a shitty place, right? And uh, I was born in an Irish Catholic, Irish Catholic Italian family mm. that was quasi violent. You know, and we hit women and children, and that was just normal okay. shit. And uh, I had a, a screwed up school career. I got kicked out of schools. I was a fighter. Uh, I was just a bad kid, I a behavioral problem. And uh, I got kicked out of schools, then they wound up in jail. I got out of jail and I said I was gonna do something with my life and and I became financially successful. Not wildly, but, but good mm-hmm. financially, good for where I was from. So I became a millionaire in my 20s. I took a company public in my 30s. And I sold the company for about $90 million when I was 42. And then I I quit working. And then, uh, but during that time, my struggles were huge. I was a a womanizer, uh, a sex addict. I I hit my wife. I was a... uh, injectable drug addict. I was a drug addict. I was in pain. Just miserable. Always in fist fights. Mean at work or where were the fist Everywhere? fights at? <laughs> I was in a bar. I spent most of my life in a bar. Really? So like that was just I was always mm. in bars. And and uh and I I had an insatiable sexual appetite. So it was I'm cheating? Cheating but yeah in the wide open. I just didn't give a fuck. You know, is was that... Did she was, catch uh, you or like... Always I? knew. You know, always knew of it and, and in the end she couldn't take it and she was a super nice uh, lady. A really great lady. Um, I had two, two children with her and she's an amazing lady. And, uh, yeah, and, and I had tried to kill myself a couple times because I didn't understand how I could have so much and still be so unhappy. I didn't mm. understand it, you know. And I, I guess, you know, I was a like the things people. Sometimes people, prop up how bad they were, uh, to make this thing look good. I'm, I'm, I'm making it look better than it was. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. And uh, and my pain was super, super, super overwhelming. Uh, you know, I couldn't do the things that I did if I was in just a, an enormous amount of pain and completely disconnected from my own feelings and the feelings of others. Right? You couldn't. You couldn't mm-hmm. live like that. Yeah. So, so it got really super, super bad, and uh, I went to Passages Malibu. I met Jeff McNary, and and he's he's a, a human beyond words. He's a great, great human, and. Uh, he actually saved my life, the guy did, you know, and um, got me to understand certain things. He got me to quit doing injectable Demerol, mm-hmm. and I was very addicted to it. What is Demerol, actually? I don't know if it it, 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 it's uh, uh, a painkiller. Uh, it's in the opioid family, but it's it's for plastic surgery. It's okay. that thing that gets you, it's fucking great. Honestly, <laughs> if you ever decide, no, it's good. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> I highly and, recommend. And, yeah, <laughs> and I was super, super over. I had 135 plastic surgery centers at the time, so I. Uh, you own them. Uh huh. Wow. I owned or long term. So in the in the finance world, like if you control oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. revenue for 10 years, it's um, your yeah. revenue. So, so we had long term management contracts with uh, with all of them. Right. And I sold them all in one, you know, at one time that was... A you're companion. like, let me still
1: get them all. <laughs> but, but I had
0: access to everything, you know, so... <laughs> wow. so, And I was a, a real wreck, you know. And so anyway, Jeff got me kind of going on the right path. He saved my life. Mm. And then... Uh, yeah, and he became, I think, the first friend I've ever had in my life. The first true friend, you know. Not a drinking friend, just a real friend, you know. And, uh, yeah, and so then I... Uh, you know, he was counseling me, and I was in—I was in—I had him five days a week for almost five years, uh, about five hours a day for almost five years. And I was in other therapy, and I was going to Agape, and I had made friends with Michael with and uh, and I was still suicidal and fucked up. You know, and I had—you know—I I would have sex with three different women a day, and and just. And then that would create all kinds of havoc, which was a full-time job to mm. sort through all that bullshit of that, you know? And it, so I was drinking, doing that, doing cocaine, just bad stuff, yeah. So, anywho, the, uh, I went on a vacation to, to uh, the Philippines, and, you know, a woman who was a super, super sweet lady, who was a, a friend of a friend of Jeff's, uh, saw me there and convinced me to go and do plant medicine because she was afraid I was going to kill myself, which I was. I had tried to kill myself twice before, but I was really seriously plotting my demise. Yeah. So I went and I I did this this medicine, and that was on July fourth, of twenty fourteen, the day that I that I the night that I mm-hmm. had my journey, and I went to the moon on this medicine and the moon types, it doesn't talk and uh, and it typed out this whole thing for me and then it showed me a video of me you know, being molested as a child by my grandfather and it explained everything to me, why why I didn't trust men and why I was so fucking, you know, crazy sexually and, and why I hated everybody, why I hated them, it just explained everything. And, and so, as crazy as this, and unbelievable as this sounds, the next day, I was a different cat. And it was just like, I don't know, hot and cold faucet. Like, one's on and one's off. I was a different, different human. And it told me, that week I did the medicine three times, and it told me to, to I, I, was, I was going to open up a string of strip clubs uh, called The Cockpit. And, and Which means, is genius,
1: by oh. <laughs> the way.
0: I don't want to keep telling people because somebody's going to do it. Honestly, But I had figured out this thing, and and it was a perfect retirement for me because there would be, you know, cocaine and the ability to mm. abuse women and women who liked abuse. and It was just like perfect for me. And uh, and the moon said I couldn't do that, and that I was supposed to buy a place and. ...and do what it did for me, for other people, which was it it showed me who I was, you know, merged me back with my soul and it healed my heart. And I even said to her, I said, are you fucking kidding me? Of all the people that you would ever pick to do something fucking Mm -hmm. like this, you pick a cuckoo bird like this to do this kind of fucking shit, you know? (laughs) And she was like, no, this is what that, everything you went through was so that this could happen and it was all this thing and all this shit... And so within two months, I bought this place. So within two months, I scrapped my plans of doing that. In October, uh, July, August, September, four months, about three and a half months, I bought this. And then I closed on it in December of that year. So I signed an agreement in October. And then I looked for a month for different places. She, in Journey, she told me which place to buy, what to pay for, crazy shit. Like
1: exact number?
0: Exactly the number exactly and the thing is it was a third of what it was listed for no so way no shit and I was like look I got some balls but I don't know if I could do <laughs> that to suddenly, you know? and, and they took it crazy yeah. shit and, and this is then, so
1: this was existed before
0: uh huh this okay. was a flex space for the Marriott over okay. here you know and uh and yeah so I bought it and then it took us a year to get licensed and now you know we're almost at 5,000 people that have been through here you know and and they all have the same thing happen to them, and it's a it's an experience I think beyond compare from what people tell us. By the time they're done, you know, Wednesday, Thursday are rough days, but 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 by the time they're done, they just you guys see how people leave. This one's crazy, you know.
1: I mean, we saw Even just last night. Last night. Yeah. It was Starting
0: to happen. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. And you guys, like, I'm so. I feel so. Blessed to have you. You're oh, so beautiful. Oh, such oh, beautiful ladies. Yeah. Thank you. And together. Oh. You're together people. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Um, when you when you kinda of recount, you know, who you were before, like how do you feel about that?
0: Person? Yeah. So you know, sad for him. So I still sad. feel so sad. You know, the mm. and that's what drives me because mm. there's such pain in the in the world. There's so much pain and, and And there doesn't have to be. This is the craziest thing is that there doesn't have to be the level of pain that's out there in in these people, you know, that are, I call them the living dead or the walking dead, that they're just fucking barely hanging on. And, And they're not people that were as fucked up as me. I'm talking about middle of the road fucked up. They're like, have a job, hate their job, hate their wife, hate their husband. Stuck with kids, they feel trapped and death, and they're looking for all kinds of external shit to make it go away. And and it doesn't have to be that way. Nothing has to be that way. It doesn't life is a whole different thing. Uh, and and it's all these constructs that were made that people just don't get that they're they're put in. You have the you have the split, and then you have the conditioning, right? So the conditioning of. You gotta have this job, and you gotta do this, and you gotta do that. There's all this fucking shit, and none of it's true. Walk naked through the woods—that's fucking true. Mm -hmm. It's real, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know.
1: When you were breaking, so was it like your process? Was it breaking down your constructs, and then like? Societal, because you were—I mean, if you were that rich, you were part of a lot of constructs yeah, related and, to like in the system. Yeah, in yeah. the system. So, was it like you broke down yourself, and then those systems broke down, and you realized what yeah. they actually were?
0: Well, no. When I when I merged with mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. I immediately saw, like, uh, at one point, I had, a, I had, I had a bunch of shit. I had like twenty some odd cars and exotic cars and two planes and six houses all kinds of bullshit yeah and right now today this is all that i have uh-huh. i have this i have one car in the united states and i have a car here and that's that's what i got wow. and i live in this how good is this yeah fan fucking classic. <laughs> I, I love really? and and the thing is this though that that it's not so much those things uh, because I'm sure at some point in my life I'm gonna have some something that can a home or something, you know uh, but it's not so much that it's it's the acquisition of more of it that so like uh, you guys come from successful families, right and and you know, the, the quest for the acquisition of more to fill up a hole that you can't fill up with more is a fucking, mm. it's a, just a, it's a, a circular reference. It just keeps going. And, and if you don't change, you see old men, you know, older families, right? Guys in their 80s that are still, they have a billion dollars and they're still fucking trying to get more. They missed the whole thing that that it's not about any of that
2: you know yeah okay i need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app um superhuman i have been doing these superhuman activations every single morning for the last three weeks let me just tell you i kind of fell off of my game after i had the baby most of my time and energy was going to him I think kids are so perceptive too. Like you say like you come from successful families and my initial thing is like uh eh, financially yeah yes. very privileged but it's like there was not a lot, of, you know, my dad hates his job. So he's I'm miserable. Sure. So it felt like, you know, it wasn't full for me. I didn't really feel no. like, wow, I have so many things and I'm so oh, happy. No, no, no. you know, well, kids like, are
0: too smart. It's mm-hmm. so, it's yeah. so
2: it's funny Not funny, it's just like interesting, especially like as we're journeying and we're connecting with that, you know, that five year old Lindsay. Yeah. And she gives you that
0: look and you feel what she was you know what I
2: mean, what she was feeling. And it it was never about, oh, I can have go pick out a toy. Here's your
0: toy. Yeah, I like, never made you know, so. I understand so so, so well and you're so beautiful like you guys are breaking my heart right now. Mm. Both of you are so beautiful. Oh. No. And I mean that, you know, mm. you know for real in the in the in the most legitimate way. And and I have to tell you like to that point. Mm. You're in your 30s? Yeah. Uh-huh. When you speak to and call them kids kids now 16, 17, 18, 19, they're on a whole different tip. They're, they're light years ahead of when I was that age. Uh-huh. When I was that age it was about how many people can I have sex with? How many cars can I what like what job and money and fuck and da 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 right? And these kids are about something has shifted. They they've seen that it doesn't work. Mm. Uh-huh. Like they've seen that it doesn't they've lived this where my parents were okay financially, but they hated what they were doing. They didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. They didn't like us. Then like it didn't fucking the experiment didn't work. So you know, people are smart. We're so mm-hmm. adaptive, right? Mm-hmm. So we're smart and we're saying, well that didn't work. So what what else is there? You know? What else?
1: It's interesting too, so it's uh, we know we're probably one of the some of the younger ones here. Uh-huh. So most of the people Something are is. Some weeks are uh-huh. there? Yeah, because like I, I thought there would be a demographic, but there's not.
0: There's it's not a demo, but most all. weeks I have some eighteen and nineteen year olds and some eighty year olds. Really? Like most weeks. Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. And so it seems like a lot of people that, that are in our group that are older, around their fifties and sixties, are working through like a lot of what you're working through. So yeah. their healing is like,
0: yes, yeah,
1: so intense. So for the younger ones that have grown up with the awareness and the knowing and what is their healing different like what is their healing
0: well like? here's the interesting thing yeah so so if you believe this thing with the moon and i do because i was there for it that it said that everybody is split so it's part of the human design to split and that's the hero's journey is the forgetting the splitting the remembering and the remembering the splitting and of your the, soul yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, I really, and I see it, and I see it every week, and I see it, I see it from both sides, you know, and, and even the young kids are carrying so much from the split, you know, the difference with people my age is that they really have separated from themselves, because you keep going further and further, you know, uh, yeah, so everybody kind of has the same experience, and what I love about this place is, uh, is the diversity and then the commonality. So there's this huge... This guy's a fucking mortgage banker and this guy's uh, uh, a financial guy and this guy's a carpenter and this woman is a nurse and this woman's homeless and this woman has this and then at the end of the thing everybody is exactly the same uh, and realize that they're the same the whole time. You know, Beautiful, beautiful. Being a human... Like, I say this to people, I say, I don't care how, how many years you've been at it, have a couple years of dessert where you really appreciate the person that you're looking at, and you really appreciate this gift of this, of life. Like, it's a fucking amazing gift, and if you miss that, ah, oh fuck, the, uh, you know, on the medicine, you get to see retching, and I talk about this a lot, and... And in, until you see it, you, you have a, a, a mental construct or a mental understanding of it. But until you see someone wretch, and wretch is, is the outward expression of regret for having not lived. Uh-huh. And when they wretch when they in, the, in the astrals, when you're over there, and tonight you guys will be over there, Uh, because tonight's a Mm -hmm. heavy-duty night. But when you get over there and you see retching, you realize that's one thing you do not want in your life. That, like, I don't want to go. I don't want my soul to go and for my persona to retch because... To regret not having lived, right? Yeah, to to really... And the thing is, uh, I actually feel that the wealthy... That it's stacked against the wealthy. See, in Earth view, it's stacked for the wealthy, but it's not. It's stacked against. So, because the temptation to not live a real life is always there. Uh uh-huh. To if I'm if I'm a person uh, who can have sex with anybody because of money, then that seems like a quick escape rather than walking in the woods and getting to me are uh-huh, walking on the beach and getting to me. If I'm a woman and I have everything at my disposal, uh-huh, rather than being alone and doing the work, there's too many easier things. I can shop, I can do this, I can go to here, I can do that. Uh-huh. So it's actually stacked against the wealthy. And that's why uh, everybody says, oh, uh, you know, fuck the rich. You know what? I'm going to tell you, they need it more than the poor. It's uh, And I don't want to come off like that. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of places, Costa Rica being one, where people are more connected with nature, they're more connected with their families, they're more connected with their elderly, Mm -hmm. and and they're living a life that's much fuller. I'm going to tell you something. The average wage here is $867 a month in Costa Rica. We pay almost three times that. We pay three times what they what they normally make, mm. uh huh. But I will take those people. By and large, that's why this is a blue zone. That's why they live. They live into hundreds. And I had a secretary. Her grandfather turned 107, and it wasn't shocking. Like here, 107. God, if you know someone in California, 107, they'll close down the, the 405 for them. <laughs> here, it's just a very common thing because they're connected, uh huh. They get this connection. And the thing that the plant medicine forces you to do is go back to your nature. So you go back to your nature and all the other shit falls off and you get back to who you are. And you know what? From there, you realize, you know, you realize your own beauty. You realize your own divinity. You realize your own connection to all fucking things. And you realize that this is a gift it really is a gift, and and boy, if you walk through life like that, everybody gets nicer. Like it's just the way it is. Everybody mm-hmm. gets nice. It's like, oh my God, you know, like uh, like you see it, you know. Mm. And I'm 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 bent on on making sure that everybody I meet, I want to give them at least a chance. One day, you know, when I watch my dad die, if he had one day of understanding of it, his life would have been worth living. One fucking day. Uh-huh. And and so many people just need that day. You know, just a day to to realize it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I've seen like the the value of the ceremony itself, the ceremony yeah. in life. I yeah. think that's why like places like this, you know, they do live People in Costa Rica and, and
0: elsewhere live in ceremony yes. so much of the time. Yeah. And we just lose that. So, I think- so, to that, you're so right. And I got, can I come in on that? Yeah. Uh huh. So, listen to this. If, if you can get uh, to a point where you can look at this reality, that everything in your life is going to be fucking taken from you. Everything you know, everything you love, everything that you care about is going to be ripped from you. Ripped. Uh huh and and if you're like me some of it's already been taken from you so that's what the thing is that makes every second uh precious and every scene your altar and the thing is these people know this that that this is your altar so everything is a ceremony me looking into your beautiful eyes is a ceremony us sitting here together at this time is a ceremony and there's love and connectivity in it. But it's the same thing when you're driving down the 405 or whatever roads in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, when you're driving there, it's still a ceremony. Yeah. Right? I love that. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to tell the girls a little bit about... So we've talked about this in your um, classes together. But the things that happen most regularly during ceremonies uh-huh. for people. Yeah. So like the surgeries. Yes. The death and rebirth. Yeah. And then... Remerging with your soul. Uh-huh. Can we talk about this? Sure.
0: So this, this in the in the wrong context, will make people think we're absolutely crazy. Uh-huh. We
1: talk about but, aliens
0: a lot. But, okay, good. Yeah, good, we're good, like good.
1: alien heavy. So I
0: love that. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I
1: love them so much. I love them too. They're so sweet yeah,
0: they're, to us. I know. Some are. I love some, are
1: some are and some are. Uh, yeah.
0: So, so... 73.8 some percent. I'm a fanatic over data. Because uh-huh. what's happening and what your memory remembers happening are two different things. So we collect data to see the real truth of what was going on. So so call it 74%. 74 out of 100 people will, once they're re-merged, will have celestial or sacred surgery. And in these surgeries are done predominantly by three types of beings. Yeah, by this. It's a mechanical praying mantis is one. And then the small silvers. They're small grays, but they're actually silver. And then the minion types. Uh-huh. And that's now there's, there's probably 10% of all different other snakes that will do all kinds of stuff. But uh, 90% of them fall into these three categories, sometimes all three at once and crazy, crazy stuff. And the healings that people receive during these surgeries are real. And the way that it was explained to us is that when you're re-merged, see, your your mechanics are set up to heal you without anything. So no pharmaceutical company, no nothing, just fruits and vegetables. Your mechanics are set up to heal you. You're a self-healing mechanism. It's crazy shit. It's the real truth. You're You were designed to heal yourself. Uh, it's it's cooked into the design, uh-huh. so. But sometimes from our split and our separation from ourselves, we self harm in a real big way. So if you were to take a mother uh, cow from its calf, uh huh, and that's what you're doing when you split. Same thing, and the yearning is always there, and yearning turns into disease, uh huh. Just the way shit works, yeah. So sometimes we're a little fucked up from the trip Uh uh-huh so the medicine has to come in in the form of this sacred and celestial surgery into to to kick start the process through an immediate or rapid healing Uh, and it usually starts out as a as a numbness in your your mouth and your face and it's so consistent how this stuff starts and then uh, from there you get asked if 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 i can go in you you know and then the the the, whatever it is will say can I commend you? Because mm. it needs you need your, you're okay, you know. Mm. And then you say yes, and then it starts moving shit around, and crazy stuff happens here.
1: Yeah, yeah the one guy's with the infection in his face uh-huh. that talked at our group. So he had an infection on the side of his face, and he also has an eye problem. So uh-huh. the infection was causing the eye problem, and the silvers came, and uh-huh. you know they were like, "Can we?" Op-? They came in front of him, and they said, "Can we operate on you?" And they were cleaning out his face. They had like little scrubbers and they were cleaning (laughs) out the infection on the side of his face. And he said it was burning. You could feel it going away. And then after that, they left and the praying mantis came and said, can I take a look at what's going on? And he looked at his eye and he's like, I think I need backup.
0: (laughs) Isn't that crazy? And that happens. It's not a, that's not a mm one-off. That's something that occurs. Crazy.
1: He had to consult another celestial being. <laughs> and then he came back and said, okay, we could do this. And started working on his eye. And the guy feels amazing. And
0: That's how stuff works now. Yeah. But uh, another thing that happens too is that uh, that right like where the bathrooms are in the Maloka up there, that a spaceship will come down and the people will go in it and it will run a diagnostic test. Really? And we have mm-hmm. so many people that could... Diagnostics and they're like, no, you're okay. No, you need a uh, something in your ear. Yeah. No, you have something in your toe. Like, wow. crazy shit. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And tonight's the night. Yeah. So, tonight, we drink ya Yeah.
1: What's is, the difference?
0: Well, uh, the simplest way is it's like, uh, it's all ayahuasca. Yeah. And most of it, though, is made from dried plants. Your hay is made from plants that haven't fully dried yet so it's yeah. it's a more earthy uh, taste you know and feeling <laughs>
2: sludgy <laughs> yeah muddy and,
0: and some <laughs> sticks in there It's crazy yeah
1: so what's so the mer- so that's the surgeries and then the merging with the soul uh-huh. so what happens when someone merges with their soul
0: so so we believe it's our belief uh-huh, it's not even our belief because that sounds weak. It's like we believe that we know that people split from their souls and and that the medicine will first make sure that you understand who you are uh-huh, before it will allow your soul to come back because your soul wants to come into you. Your soul, it's still in your aura, but it wants to come into you, to your being. Uh-huh. And so... It's, di- it's waiting, dying to do it. Uh-huh. And then when we see it, oh my God, I've become this. Mm. i become lazy or greedy or insensitive or whatever the things I... Like, huh? And all of a sudden the soul says, okay, now I can come back in. And when that happens, all the time that you've lost since the split is given back to you. So it's, a, it's a, an exuberant joy... That, that comes over you, and that's the first bump of that. Uh, this incredible joy that it's like coming back home, you know, like to your mother, to like coming home. And uh, and then it'll right after that it'll heal your heart, cause cause when you left, you broke your heart. Uh huh. When not not when your dad did this to you, when you left, you you broke your own heart. You know, the circumstance was my dad my uncle my mom my neighbor whatever the fuck but the hurt was you leaving you it's that's the unforgivable thing yeah? that you left yourself and so that that broken heart because it gets healed and then the forgiveness automatically occurs yeah with that
1: mm.
0: uh, so, so cool. it's a
1: protective mechanism when it splits absolutely and mm-hmm. then usually people's souls emerge when they die
0: or well, after death this, this, if, if
1: they didn't do ayahuasca. This
0: process, yeah. but it can happen anywhere. Oh, yeah. So it can happen in a Kundalini opening, it can happen whenever. What, what is interesting to me is it's it tracks almost identically with NDEs. So, so the death process mm-hmm. usually is a review, uh-huh, a retching, and then a forgiveness, and then the soul merge. So it's the... It's, you're just beating it to the punch a little bit, yeah. you know, that's yeah. like, it's a, it's a shortcut.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Wow. Interesting stuff. Yeah.
2: So I, I know you mentioned that you ended up doing how many ayahuasca drinks?
0: 228, I think is tonight. Wow. Yeah, wow yeah. So,
2: so through how many of those were you talking, continuing your conversation with the moon to kind of like.
0: Well, the first the first forty some were with the moon each time. I get Gosh. the moon once out of twenty times now, mm-hmm. and the rest of it. You know, I have to tell you, the rest of it. Uh, people say, are you doing the? You know, do you do it because each group wants you to do it? Yeah, but look, I'm a work in progress. I I need. You know, there's never enough. for for me to do and it's not an addictive thing it's like I have to tell you what every on Monday I start worrying about tonight do you know what I mean because it's like I'm going to be shitting and fucking puking and (laughs) maybe yelling and like acting a fool and going through such pain you know what though it regulates my life and it allows me to clean the energy from the week before because there's a lot of Transference of energy. So the thing is, this is that I used to have sex with everybody and transfer less energy than I transfer here because there's this closeness when people are in a, a precarious spot. In their there, there's projection and then acceptance and then imprinting and all these different things. So you're so it allows me to 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 clean and to do this again next week and the week after and the week after. There's a uh it's a lot. A lot of work this mm-hmm. this thing is, you know? And so it helps me with that. And and I'm a work in progress as everybody same same thing. We're all walking each other home, right? So this is just a part of it for mm-hmm. me. Yes.
1: What's some of your favorite things? Um, last question for me, what are some of your favorite things, Miss Moon, has taught you?
0: Uh I think to be more authentic, like uh I always wanted to be this Casanova business guy, loudmouth, look at me. And, and that wasn't even remotely who I was. I was this other, softer, just a, something so different from that. And so, like, the, the me getting back to, to me, the me that loved people, like, I that feeling of loving people is a great feeling, yeah? It's a good, it's a nice feeling. And f- for her to give me that is a huge thing for me, you know, and that, that I was gonna die a very old, mad, sad, hateful thing. So like that, getting my life back is the gift of that for me. Yeah, you said in
1: our session that she said, I don't know if you said like what's the key to life or just like something like that, but she said truth Truth
0: like a bunch of times
1: and then said authenticity at the end, which is so poignant and just, yeah, yeah, that's something that we've been really working on this year is like being more truthful in all senses, like even when it's hard. Yeah. Yeah even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's hard, just being truthful and just clearing your conscience enough so that your truth is, like, is good. Uh-huh. You know, so and that you can... who's it
0: hardest to be truthful with? Yourself. You know, like, the real fucking thing. Yeah. You know, the real thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Crazy. For
2: um, someone who is curious about uh-huh. ayahuasca or, you know, thinking about doing it, or also for those that are like, what the fuck?
0: I know, this, yeah.
2: like taboo. You know, because you know, we're we're unafraid to have these conversations. Like, you know, we're and we, and we want to like give our our community just all the things we the want truth. them to ha- yeah. have the truth mm-hmm. yeah. and to sure. to have the opportunity to you know experience as much as possible. So, what would you say? someone who's a little bit skeptical and then what would you say to someone who's curious
0: so my thing is this is that 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 when your soul is ready uh huh you'll hear this and you'll immediately it'll immediately hook you when your soul's not ready it's gonna say that's drugs it's crazy stay away from it and you're supposed to if if you're if you're Reaction is, stay away from it. It's because there's more work, pre-split work to do before. Mm. And so so when you hear it and you go, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a snake where you're like, I don't want to, can I touch that? I, I, I when you have that reaction that you're like, yeah. it's pulling, it's time. Yeah. So you can have fear. But if your interest is peaked, it's calling you. And when it calls you, it's cause you're ready, because you didn't some people still need they need more time to be split. There are people that are that are thirteen and want to merge back. Uh-huh. There are people that are thirty that want to merge back. There are people that are there are people that are eighty and it's still not time. So so you'll know it by the not by your fear, by your interest. So if it's fucking interesting, to you, it's then it's calling. It's time, you know. It's time to come to it. Yeah, and and if you are going to come to it, I'm going to tell you. People talk about set and setting. and it, it it's so much more important than anybody gives it. Gives it credit for. So like the the one dude I was having breakfast with today, I forget his name. He's a, a nice a nice kid. Uh, maybe he's your guy's age, and he was sitting across from me, and he said, "You know, he did it in in Peru and then in upstate New York, and he said it's not the difference of seven and nine, it's the difference of one and a thousand. Like doing it here, where you're held, where where everybody truly cares, where money is not a motivator, where where this there's people that are." just tuned into your mission where there's a program of holding because see your light body expands so much on medicine it can really fuck you up you can like get what the fuck happened what was that i saw and have if there's no pre-context if you don't have the the stuff yeah. to lay down this is what's going to happen and isn't is, you can it can confuse this i know people that for eight months are fucked up to beat the band because they they, and nothing against the Amazon it's a great place to do medicine but they're speaking a the language you don't know yeah. and, and then it's even worse a guy goes to the Amazon two times and now he's serving medicine in Poughkeepsie New York that's like what the fuck oh. you, know, you know I'm saying that's yeah, yeah, a yeah, common yeah. thing yeah, yeah. You know? It's more of an LA thing actually yeah. than uh, yeah. New York and LA thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I can't imagine. I was thinking about because we've been invited to do it in like Beverly Hills at like a house uh-huh. or something, and we never wanted to. But I didn't realize till so I was here how important the environment is. Because uh-huh. I don't. I have a. I guess I realized too. I have a problem feeling safe. I have yeah, a problem sure. trusting. Yeah. So like to be with people that I'm just meeting is even hard to let go and feel yeah. safe and comfortable. So having the four days is important, but also like if I was in Beverly Hills for a night with strangers, like there's no way it would actually be traumatizing to me. To be me. hard. Hard. Yeah. You know, so it is so important that we're here, and the staff has been amazing, and yeah, the classes are so important. That's so important, important. It's part beautiful. Of it. yeah. yeah, it's yeah. really beautiful. So we're so
2: grateful. Yeah. yeah. This has been so good. Yeah, Does we're this been so, so happy good? that
0: you're here. You know, things. You're sweet ladies. Thank you're really us. sweet Aww. ladies. Yeah, for real. Thank you. For Thanks. You. real. Thank you.
2: All right. Um, just
0: real quick, if people want to learn more about Rhythmia, uh-huh. where can they go? They can go to www.rhythmia.com, com, or they can call the phone number if they want. It's one eight six six nine three six nine four four six. Uh huh. And and listen, like the the thing there too is that uh. uh Sometimes people say, well, it's expensive or, or this or that. And, and, and the truth of the matter, the real truth, is that uh, we're so upside down on this project financially that there's no way that we could ever be accused of doing it for money. It'll be years before we ever get our money back. And, and to do this the way that we're, we do it, it just costs that much money because there's so many, there's a cast of there's a cast of 120 so involved, you know, to, to make this happen. You know that that uh, our ceremonies are so heavily supported. Everything from the food, like if this is a, this is a big thing to pull off, and yeah. it takes a I think you can go and do medicine on someone's couch for 250 dollars a night in L.A. and and I guess as opposed to not doing any medicine, it's better, but it's not the place where you're going to get you're not going to have the result. So if you're doing it for an experience that's different, if you're doing it for a result, God, please come here. Mm -hmm. Like we ask that people come here. You yeah, know.
1: people have really been seeing results and coming in yeah, with that. It's been I beautiful.
0: I'm good. It's been uh, beautiful. And
1: then Shit the Moon said.
0: Yeah. And then Mrs. Shit Moon's the moon Medicine, medicine. on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and I can't wait to talk to you guys about this more. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. Yeah, we love you. Love you.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you. The best. Thank you. Crushed. Truly. Was that good?
1: Jerry. Jerry. Thank you you guys so much. Thank you, Rhythmia. Thank you to Brooke and Meg and the whole team there. Um, You guys are going to hear a lot more about our experience there. So stay tuned. We will be sharing our solo episodes, as Lindsay said, and then one with um, the doctor on site, Dr. Jeff. And then we're going to do a special uh, breathwork session. So Mm -hmm. looking forward to sharing more. You can go to almost30podcast.com and there is a link in the show notes for this episode and for every episode that's related to our ayahuasca experience that will take you straight to Rhythmia. Yeah.
2: Perfect. All right. Review of the week. You have been so generous in writing about the show and it means the world to us when you go onto iTunes and rate and review.
1: Yeah. Thanks 2K fam. You guys have been emailing and sending this. Mm-hmm. Um this is from A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-T-Y-I-I. <laughs> I. That's thank all you, I mean. Thank you so you much. Win. <laughs> You're a beautiful, special person. Five stars. This is by far my favorite podcast. I could not get enough. Just, just listening to the hosts talk to each other before they introduce their guests is so entertaining and enjoyable. Everyone they bring on is amazing and inspirational. I've actually listened to some episodes multiple times and I've gotten more out of it each time. Keep it up, babes. I love it. Thank you. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, A, J, K, T, Y, Y, Y. Love you so much. Thank I you guys. I want that to be my Instagram handle. Same. I know. Since Krista <laughs> won't give up her freaking handle. Um, thank you guys so much. The reviews help us bring on amazing guests. Help us bring this great free content to you every week. Um, it means so much. So if you have not, please push play, push pause right now. Write a quick review and we appreciate it. We'll see you on tour. Mm-hmm. podcastpro.com for anything related to podcasting or starting a podcast. And Ambassador Program is live. So you can find more information on our website about the Ambassador Program and community events that are happening
2: where you are. Yeah, there's about 70 of you out there now. And yeah. we are overwhelmed. This is incredible. Let's keep it going. Dude, it's the best. It's the best. Okay, we love you. Have a great week. Bye.